0: All of us LSU fans, we're all wondering it. what in the world is going on with Matt House? What is taking so long? Brian Kelly spoke with the media earlier this week. One thing that concerns me and one thing that encourages me about the future of the leadership on defense. You are locked on LSU, your daily podcast on the LSU Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team... Every day. Hey right, what's up y'all? Welcome into Locked On LSU. Thank you so much for making us your first listen every single day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. You can also check us out on YouTube as well. Just search Locked On LSU in that YouTube search bar. Hit the subscribe button and you will get notified as soon as Locked On LSU drops. Today's edition of Locked on LSU was brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. So that's $150 if your team wins. So visit FanDuel.com slash Locked on to get started. All right, let's get into it. You've been wondering it. I've been wondering it. We've all been wondering it. LSU fans have, even non-LSU fans have been wondering so what's going on with the defensive coaching staff? The defense was bad. We know it. I don't I, I don't need to break down all the numbers. We watched it. It was horrible. It was horrendous. The worst in the history of LSU. One of the worst defenses in all of college football. It cost you, you know, probably a bit to the college football playoff. It, it definitely cost you a trip to the, the SEC championship game. That was an elite offense that you had. That was a championship offense the best offense in the country. And you're probably going to have a Heisman Trophy winner at quarterback. It was the defense that cost you in those games against Florida State, against Ole Miss, and against Alabama. So we know it. The defense was absolutely a liability, and something has to change. Something has to change. You don't don't, trot out a defense as bad as that was and expect to be retained for the next season. There's just no way. So of course, that was one of the most pressing questions that we all have, we as LSU fans. And it was a question that was asked of Brian Kelly earlier this week in his media availability. So Brian Kelly kind of mapped out what this week looks like. It's finals week for the players. So Brian Kelly said, Hey, you know, we're not really, you know, rigorously practicing, weight rooms open, training rooms open, but you really start bull prepping next week when sh- once finals wrap up. But Brian Kelly also lined up the timeline for what the life of a coach looks like. And I've said it before, this is probably the mo- the toughest time for head coaches in college football because the transfer portal is open, so you're recruiting the transfer portal Transfer portals open. So you're recruiting your own locker room. You got early signing day coming up here in just a few weeks. So you're going to visit recruits. You're sitting in their living rooms. Uh, You're hitting the recruiting trail, but also, oh yeah, by the way, you've got games to play. You got bowl games to prepare for. So it's a busy time So Brian Kelly mapped out what the timeline looks like for his coaches and what the timeline looks like for himself. This was Brian Kelly earlier this week.
1: This week, we're really recruiting. Um, and, and then we'll get to other evaluations within the staff. Once recruiting goes dead um, and our coaches' responsibilities have completed, uh, they have responsibilities, and, and they have to finish off their responsibilities to LSU. Um, then then we'll do um, evaluations of staff. And so uh, that's another week away. But as it relates to our players, we feel like we're in a pretty good position relative to who we think is playing and, and – um, and, and any of that information, um, you know, will come out here uh, in the next week or so.
0: All right. So what we learned there, Brian Kelly said, this week is really about recruiting. This week's about recruiting, and then we will make our evaluations about the coaching staff. He also mentions finishing out your commitment to LSU. Your commitment, technically, to LSU as a coach is not done yet. This not done yet. You have yet to play Wisconsin in the bowl game, but here are a couple things that concern me about what Brian Kelly had to say there. This is what concerns me, questions that I have about this timeline, because honestly, it doesn't really make sense to me. The first thing that doesn't make sense to me is Brian Kelly says this week's about recruiting. Well, if you don't plan on retaining parts of your coaching staff, why are they recruiting? Why are they traveling across the country and sitting on the couches in the living rooms of four and five star recruits that you're trying to put the full court press on to to have that final visit with them or one of their last visits with them before they sign on early signing day. Why? Let's just say, for example, a coach that I probably expect to be gone. Why is Matt house on the recruiting trail and trying to give recruiting pitches to some of these recruits when those recruits are probably thinking in their minds, dude, your defense stunk. Are you going to be here next year? And from the coach's perspective, they're still employed. Like they're still, they're still getting checks. This is still their job until it's not. So I think that the coaches are giving it their all and they're giving their best pitch because that's their job right now is to recruit until you're not a coach, you're a coach. But it's a strange message to me in any defensive player. And I, I. I focus in on the defense because it's the defensive coaching changes are going to be made. Any defensive player in America is probably thinking to themselves, okay, well, if I did de- decide to come to LSU, if I build this relationship with Matt house or other defensive coaches on staff, are you going to be my coach next year? And that's, that's a pretty confusing position for a 17, 18 year old to be in. The second thing that, I, uh, that I'm a little bit confused about with this timeline is, I don't know if you've looked across Twitter or read articles, but every other team in America is making their coaching hires. Texas A&M just hired their new offensive coordinator in Colin Klein, former offensive coordinator at Kansas state, uh, gets hired under Mike Elko. Manny Diaz, just who was the defensive coordinator at Penn state just got hired to replace Mike Elko at Duke. All sorts of coaching changes are happening across college football. Now, a lot of those, granted, a lot of those coaching changes that are happening are head coaching changes. So when you make head coaching changes, then coordinator and and, uh, positional coach changes are, are soon to come afterward. But your pool of coaches is going to start shrinking the longer and longer you wait. Because those coaches that you want to hire, I'm sure are probably hot commodities across the rest of the country. If Brian Kelly deems them good enough coaches to coach at LSU, I'm sure they're good enough coaches to coach at, I don't know, Michigan state who just hired Jonathan Smith from Oregon state. I don't know. Like I just mentioned, Manny Diaz at Duke. So these coaches are probably talking to a lot more other programs. than you are probably talking to a lot of other coaches other than Brian Kelly. So you don't want to miss out on an opportunity and a really great coach that you think might be a really great fit, just because you're following a timeline that warrants waiting until after the bowl game, or really Brian Kelly said next week to get into. So and I brought these, these concerns up to Brian Smith, lockdown's official recruiting insider. You can find that episode on your preferred podcast platform and on YouTube. And he, he said, Brian Kelly knows who he wants to hire. He probably has a short list of two to three coaches that he's been talking to, that he's been in conversations with and says, hey, hold off. You know, we'd like to continue this process. We're going to make a change and we'd like you to be part of that change. Um, So, and I I do believe that. I do believe that those conversations are going on behind closed doors that we just don't know about. But still, those are, are still concerns of mine of how sold are recruits going to be on coaches on the recruiting trail that whose futures are in question. And two is your number one candidate still going to be available in a week. So that's what concerns me at the beginning of the show. I did mention something that encourages me. So we'll get into that coming up next after a couple of words from our sponsors. I want to tell you about FanDuel. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers they stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there is no better time to get in on the action. I mean, the app is so easy to use, and there's a wide range of betting options, including spreads player props, over-unders. If you want to take an over-under, there's a Thursday night football game tonight. The Patriots are are starting Bailey Zappi, their backup quarterback. The Patriots can't score points. Mitch Trubisky is going to be the starting quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers. This is going to be a low-scoring game. I'm taking the under, but there are so many other bets that you can place on the FanDuel app. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. Again, that is FanDuel.com slash locked on. And new customers will get a $150 bonus bet with any winning $5 money line bet. Kick off the NFL season with FanDuel, FanDuel official partner of the NFL. All right, thanks again for making Locked in LSU your first listen every single day. We're free and available. Wherever you get your podcast. And of course, we are part of the Locked On Network, your team every single day. Locked On's got some pretty exciting things going on. Locked On has launched the first ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked on Sports Today. It is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every single league. So go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube, or you can just stick around because that will be coming up next after. locked on LSU, but also subscribe to the first ever national sports 24 seven streaming channel. Brian Kelly said this week's about recruiting. Next week is about coaching evaluation, but he continued to get into what exactly that coaching evaluation entails. Now, the previous clip that I just played from Brian Kelly concerned me. Now this from Brian Kelly that's a little bit more candid. This clip from Brian Kelly made me uh, a little bit more confident in Brian Kelly making the right decision moving forward. Of course, I mean, the right decision moving forward is moving on from defensive coordinator Matt House. This was Brian Kelly on his evaluation, what that looks like and the evaluations that he's already made. This is Brian Kelly.
1: Coach, you're still in the process of evaluating your assistant coaches in terms of who will be retained and if there are any changes? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And, look, 9-3, and um, you know, we're here to win championships. And and so um, our our defense uh, did not play to the level that our standard is set at. Look, nobody is happy, uh, including everybody on the defensive side and the head football coach, that, that we didn't play the kind of defense necessary. I'm not happy about it. Nobody's happy about it. Our fans shouldn't be happy about it, um, and and we have to do things to make sure that that doesn't happen again. But to say that we're just addressing it now is um, is just not correct. We started addressing it after the Mississippi State game, uh, the Mississippi game. That's when addressing our defensive shortcomings uh, began. Um, and, and, and so this process has been ongoing. You know, it's not like all of a sudden, hey, by the way, you got to fix the defense. Um, this has been ongoing, and this process has been um, one where we feel uh, the pain of everybody because we feel it too. Um, and and it's, it cannot be uh, the kind of defensive performance we had this past year. It, it's got to be better, and it will be better.
0: And it better be better. Because it it simply cannot get much worse. The defense was absolutely, positively horrendous. And it felt refreshing there from Brian Kelly hearing that and acknowledging that. Because I don't feel like we have gotten as much of an acknowledgement from Brian Kelly as we just heard there about truly how bad the defense was said look it, we're not happy about it the defensive coaches aren't happy about it me the head ball coach i'm not happy about it he said fans shouldn't be happy about it you think the fans are of course not we're we're pissed off because we know what this team could have been had the defense just been average had the defense honestly at the defense just been bad cuz the defense was worse than bad the defense was atrocious So the defense was just, hey, you know, below average, this team could be in the college football playoff. So Brian Kelly acknowledging that gives me hope. Gives me hope that Brian Kelly will make a a change at defensive coordinator. I'll be honest with y'all, you might feel the same way. Every passing day that goes by, that Matt House has not been relieved of his duties as a defensive coordinator at LSU makes me more and more nervous that he's going to be retained next year. And look, I understand he's a human being with a family, and it's not always easy talking about somebody losing their job. But when the defense was as bad as it was this past year, you have no choice. You have no choice but to make a change there. And Brian Kelly is acknowledging that. I think another key thing there is uh, when Brian Kelly says, look, we've been acknowledging since the Ole Miss game. Yeah, you think when you gave up fifty-two points and seven hundred yards to an old miss team? That's granted, eh, it's a good team. It's not a seven hundred yard team. That cost you the game. You gave up, from Brian Kelly's calculations, over three hundred yards in missed tackles. That's unacceptable. So that is another thing that gives me a little hope. Is look, we start, we started evaluating this coaching staff whenever it looked as bad as it did. And I think the last thing that gives me hope is Brian Kelly understands, he has to understand, that not making a change now puts his job into question, now puts him on the line because that's how bad the defense was. Like I said, you don't you don't get to keep your job when you do your job as poorly as Matt House has done this job this past season. And look, personnel wasn't great. You know, you were digging through the transfer portal just to find enough bodies to, to have it, to fill up a cornerback room. Like it, personnel wasn't great, but you also had three of the best defensive players in the SEC in Makai Wingo for part of the season, Mason Smith and Harold Perkins and Matt house's usage of Harold Perkins essentially rendered him useless. You had enough to deal with, like you had enough to work with there. That wasn't, you know, 104th ranked past defense kind of personnel. That was on coaching. So, and I think Brian Kelly acknowledges that. He knows that, look, it, then it, it then falls on me. You know, a bad season, we'll make some changes. A bad season, we don't make changes. We have another bad season. Well, now that's on you because it starts at the top. And it's not easy to make decisions like that. Brian Kelly even acknowledged that in his press conference. He said, look, I've had to make changes in the middle of the season before. It's not very fun. It's not fun to fire a coach, but it's also your job as the head coach. So Brian Kelly can do his job and do what he can to improve this defense and show to us and the athletic department and all of the boosters that, look, we're doing everything we can. We're doing everything in our power to address the issues of this past season. Or he can put his own job into question. And that's not me calling for Brian Kelly to be fired. That's just the nature of coaching. If you want to be uh, complacent is the word I'm looking for. If you want to be complacent, then fine. Be complacent. But just know that that's when the clock starts ticking on you and your job. Brian Kelly knows better than that. He's way too good of a coach to not understand that. Uh, some lighter, better, more encouraging news about another LSU coordinator. We'll get into that coming up next, right after a couple of words from our sponsors. All right, I want to tell you about Prize Picks because Prize Picks is the most fun that I have had earning up to 25 times my money this football season. And now since football season is coming to a close, I can play during basketball season two. So you just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projected stats and then place your entry. So with the basketball season here, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the specials league. It's a league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues. So for example, LeBron James and Travis Kelsey at a 10 and a half combo of three points made and receptions. But if you want to play alongside some of prize picks favorite players like maybe I don't know rapper Meek Mill comedian Andrew Schultz, you can do that and you can find that. Under the community plays in the promos tab of the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in the prize picks community every single week. It is an absolute blast. I love it and I think you'll love it too. So go to prizepicks.com slash locked on college and use code locked on college for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, that's prizepicks.com slash locked on college and use the code locked on L O C K E D O N. O-N-C-O-L-L-E-G-E, for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. All right, let's keep going here on Locked on LSU. Brian Kelly saying, hey, this week's about recruiting. Next week will be about evaluation. But as he also reiterated there, they've been evaluating the coaching staff. And that's something that I touched on a couple weeks ago. So look, it's Brian Kelly's job to evaluate every single day. He's evaluating players every single day, but he's also evaluating the coaching staff every single day. So when he talks about evaluation of the coaches, I don't think he's just now starting to pull out his notes and say, all right, let's start from the top. Defense gave up 700 yards against Ole Miss. Don't love that. That's a demerit on Matt House's resume. No, he's been evaluating this coaching staff all season long as a coach should. But on a lighter note here on some uh, some LSU coordinators, Mike Denbrock has just signed a three-year extension with LSU, very rightfully so, uh, very much so well-earned for Mike Denbrock. LSU had the number one offense in the country. Jaden Daniels made the jump that he made from last year to this year this offense was so much more two-dimensional as it was last year to this year. And a lot of that has to do with Jaden Daniels and the evolution of his passing game. And I can't talk about the evolution of Joe uh, Jaden Daniels without also giving credit to quarterbacks coach Joe Sloan. I absolutely, he gets credit for that. But that kind of falls underneath the umbrella of Mike Denbrock. Now, this offense was just so freaking fun to watch. So very well-deserved for Mike Denbrock. And I don't know what news came out first. This was just the news that I saw in, in my own personal news cycle on my own Twitter feed. I saw the news that Mike Denbrock was extended. I thought to myself, good as he should be extended. That's a great move by LSU, lock him up, uh, you know, you know, keep him, keep him happy, give him what he deserves, give him whatever he wants to say at LSU. And then I continued to scroll you know, looking through my, uh, my daily newspaper of Twitter. And then I saw the news of Texas A&M called LSU Offensive Coordinator Mike Denbrock. They talked to him about coming in as their OC. So I don't know what came first, that call or the extension. But if the call came first and hat's off to Scott Woodward and Brian Kelly for expediting perhaps the process of extending Mike Denbrock and saying, Oh, they want you in college station. We want you here more. They, you know, they want you elsewhere. We want you here more. And I think the reason why a three-year extension is so important is because you don't want to go through this again next season, because I fully anticipate LSU's offense to maybe not be as electric as it was this year. Of course, you're losing three of your most explosive players, Jaden Daniels, Brian Thomas, Malik Neighbors. But I still expect this offense to be good. And Mike Denbrock is going to be probably on the long list. Maybe even the shortlist of a lot of open OC jobs. Maybe even head coaching jobs. And I don't know what Mike Denbrock's coaching aspirations are. Maybe he doesn't want to be a head coach. Talked about it at the beginning of the episode. There's, I mean, it's a tough time for college coaches nowadays. You're constantly working. You're constantly recruiting. And now you add the element of transfer portal and NIL. It's just different. It's a hard job. Maybe he doesn't want to be a head coach. But I'm sure there. Are are several, several teams, not just across the SEC, but across the country who would love to have an offensive mind like Mike Denbrock. So good on LSU for locking Mike Denbrock up. Mike Denbrock also was a finalist for the Art Broyles Award, which goes to the best assistant in college football. He did not end up winning that award. That award went to Phil Parker, who was the defensive coordinator at Iowa. And that was a no hard feelings kind of award because all of the coaches that were in contention for that award, Phil Parker, Shrone, Moore, offensive coordinator at Michigan, who stepped in. Uh, for head coaching duties whenever Jim Harbaugh was suspended at the beginning of the season. And then the last few games of the season, Mike Denbrock was one of those coaches as well. All incredibly, incredibly deserving. But congratulations to Phil Parker. I mean, Iowa ha- has had almost every single year. And Phil Parker's been at Iowa for forever. Um, Iowa had a top five defense this year in nearly every single statistical category. Iowa had the worst offense in America. Like, truly. Like, like. The over under point total for Iowa, and I'm picking myself now that I don't remember if it was the first quarter or for the first half. I think it was the first quarter. Over under point total for Iowa was 0.5. And I think a majority of the money came in on the under. If that just highlights just how, how bad Iowa's offense was, but the defense was so good. Then it kept them in games. In fact, Iowa got to the Big Ten championship game with one of the the worst offense in college football. That's how good their defense was. So congratulations to Phil Parker. I think Mac Denbrock absolutely deserved the award. but um because I, mean, I mean just look at, at top top offense in America, the most explosive, exciting, fun to watch offense in America that also had to overcome. A lot of shortcomings on the other side of the ball. This offense had to overcome a lot of the defensive deficiencies. So bummer there. I hate that that Mike Denbrock won't be able to, to have that trophy in his trophy case, so to speak. But I'm glad that he at least got the recognition as one of the finalists. All right, that's going to do it for me today. Thank you for making Locked in LSU your first listen every single day. Tomorrow, I am headed to New York. I'm going to the Heisman Trophy ceremony. Hopefully, to see a familiar face on stage, lifting up the Heisman Trophy. Hoping that it's Jaden Daniels. So we'll have a Heisman episode coming up tomorrow. Jaden Daniels is in Baltimore today, He's taking a tour of the of Johnny Unitas' hometown. Do accepting the award today. So hope that Jaden Daniels en- enjoys that, and hope he enjoys getting uh, getting a wine and dine to New York this weekend. So we'll do a Heisman episode tomorrow and a catch-all of all the news we may have missed surrounding LSU football, recruiting news, transfer portal news, all the good stuff. So that's coming up in tomorrow's edition of Locked on LSU. But stick around because coming up next right after Locked on LSU is Locked on Sports Today. It's here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every single league. So go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel.